Sports Open Line on KMOX. Good evening to you. With you until 8 o'clock. The labor negotiations continue in baseball. Spring training is not started and doesn't look like it's going to start anytime soon. And the two sides met again today in Florida. Joining us on KMOX right now is Ryan Fagan. He is a senior Major League Baseball writer for Sporting News. Also, he's a Hall of Fame voter. So he's in the uh, Baseball Writers Association. You can follow him on Twitter at Ryan Fagan, and he joins us now on KMOX. Good evening, Ryan. How you doing? I'm doing great, Chris. How are you? Oh, well, I'm not as good as uh, the the uh, ground in Florida where these people are traveling back and forth, walking from one meeting to another and then back to the meeting, and they're talking in their caucuses, and then they're talking to each other, and it's not going well. Um that's kind of where we are now, right? Like, there, do you see any yep. possibility because of the slow pace of this that we get anything accomplished by Monday? Well, I mean, look, I, I, I want to, I want to believe that you know common sense will prevail and cooler heads will come in and there will be a compromise reached. But I, I think I've tipped. I think I've, you know, I wrote this in a column on. Uh, first on sporting news today, I think I'm I'm fully aboard team pessimism. You know, oh. I'm just not sure that it's going to happen. I, you know, the 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 talks, even though they're meeting every day this week, the the get the givebacks, the gains have been so incremental. It's just it's such a tiny margin. You know, when the the gap between what they want on a couple of key issues is so wide, and they're really not even talking about some of those key issues like the competitive competitive balance tax that probably is the biggest one there. So, you know, I mean, it just, it doesn't feel like when you look at what the owners have done over the, since December 2nd, when commissioner Rob Manford um, put the lockout into effect, you look at what they've actually done, not what they said, but what they've actually done. And they're not acting like they're concerned. If the season misses some games, if games are canceled, then, you know, it just, at this point, um, it, it does not seem like to me, that they're going to get something done by this deadline that MLB has set of February 28th. Do you believe, because as time goes on for me, it's really starting to look like, and, and maybe this, this was something we could have predicted weeks ago, but I, I get the sense this is what they wanted to happen, that Major League yeah. Baseball was not just prepared for it to happen, but kind of wanting to get to this point to where there's, there's no deal and they have to cancel games on the front end. Yeah, I mean, I, I think in their ideal world, the players would have just backed out, right? I think that's what they were looking for. There are two scenarios are the players are going to back down and give us whatever we want, or we're going to cancel games. And that's really what it is. And, you know, baseball has been preparing for this for a long time. You know, we've known that this the end of this CBA was going to be contentious. I mean, you look at what happened on December 2nd. You know, the the, the previous CBA expired. A minute before midnight on December first. Shortly thereafter, in you know, about what five ten minutes later, you know, Manfred's letter went out saying that the, the this was a step that they had to take to create urgency in the the negotiations to make sure we didn't miss any games. What also happened then immediately was the MLB.com site wiped every mention of current <laughs> players. It, it went to it took away pictures. It took away stories. It disabled the search function for the videos. Everything went down. That didn't happen in five minutes, right? They were ready for this. You know, yeah. and I think that's the way that, that you got to look at this whole thing. And that's why I say when you, you look at the actions of MLB 
it's they're not acting like a group that um, is planning to back down, even though, you know, if we look at the, if you take an objective look at the two sides, the goal is to get back to a place where we're playing baseball in a way that's most equitable for both sides. MLB has more ground to give up, right? They've not come anywhere close to giving up that type of ground in a lot of the key, uh, the key issues, which is why we are where we are right now. Ryan Fagan, senior writer for Sporting News, is visiting with us here on KMOX. Um, all right, so this is where we are. Uh, you mentioned the competitive balance tax, which is the the main thing here. And even when you look at, at what the league has proposed, and, and I suppose they could work on this small stuff on the side, and and maybe in that they can reach some you know uh, consensus, and then they can get the big stuff done, I guess but they're not even agreeing on that. But it's the CBT where that that is the major sticking point, and the league has yeah. barely budged. And then in, on top of it, they have like made the taxes worse. So yep. it, it, they, they are not really honestly moving, right? They're not. You know, And I think when you look at the CBT and what it originally was and what it has become, they're two completely different things. You know, And the, the level, the ratio of the CBT compared to team revenues um, when it was put into effect, as opposed to the team revenues versus CBT now, and it's it's a giant gap. You know, revenues have skyrocketed over the past decade for MLB. Every MLB team is um, pulling in more money than they ever have at any point in the history of the sport. I mean, obviously, you know, they're making more money than they were now than in 1925. But you know, even compared to 10 years ago, teams are making are pulling in a lot more revenue. Whereas the competitive balance tax which is essentially a salary cap, has gone up only very incrementally. And in the same time that revenues have skyrocketed for these major league teams, player salaries have stagnated. They've actually kind of gone down in the last four years, which is kind of a stunning thing. And that's why, you know, the players feel like they're absolutely in the right here. They're trying to make some sort of change that um, not just benefits them, but corrects the balance that resets things a little bit. And MLB is just kind of saying, you know, we're not going to do that. And so that's, again, that's, that's why we are where we are. And that's why, you know, the cap I'm wearing right now says, you know, team pessimism. <laughs> I, I have been fluctuating. I've been up and down feeling like, okay, maybe they'll get something done. And then, Oh wait, that's not good. Um, and I'm kind of where you are on it now. I just, I don't see an Avenue because they're so far apart to get this agreement done in the next four days. So how much baseball do you think we miss? That's a great question. You know, I mean, I, I, it feels like, you know, uh, it feels like the, the owners probably have a number in mind, right? They probably have a number. Say, okay, well, if we play X amount of games and then have an expanded playoff to bring in that extra TV money to make up for the games that they miss, they'd be okay with that. Right, because then also they don't have to play the payers, pay the player salaries for those games that are missed. So you know, I think there's a number. Now I have no idea what that number is, but I think there's a number that the owners are comfortable with, and it's clear by their actions that number is not 162, and it's probably not 150. And I think you then know, you start going to, you know, what is the number? I don't know, but I feel like they probably have, you know, because they've thought this through. They've, like I said, they've been planning for this for quite a while. I think there's a number. Um, and when it gets close to the time where they have to hit that number, and maybe that's where we start to see um, some actual progress and not 
the lip service of progress that we've been getting since December 2nd. Honestly, I think they are willing to go. I, I think we have our template from the pandemic year. I think they are willing to go as low as 60. And just so they have the, the playoffs, and then they'll feel like it was relatively successful. That's, that's my opinion of it, and I could be wrong, but that's what I think this is. We're heading at least, or at, at, at maybe at the worst, to a 60-game season. It's. I, I would love to tell you that you're crazy, but I don't think you're crazy. Um, no. You know, I, I mean, I it, might be. Yeah. It, well, maybe not. Maybe so, but not for that. Not right? because of this, um, right? Yeah. So we'll, you know, we'll see. But it's, you know, it's like I said, it's, it's certainly not 162. That's what. That's what I feel quite confident about. Ryan, I appreciate your time as always. Thanks for jumping on. Anytime. Thanks. That is Ryan Fagan. Uh, he covers Major League Baseball for Sporting News, a senior writer there. Uh, follow him on Twitter at Ryan Fagan. You can follow me on Twitter at Chris Ranji, and you can also call into the show. We'll have some time set aside um, if you want to call in and give us your thoughts on where we are now. I got plenty of thoughts on this whole situation, and if you've heard me with Wheeler at any point in the last few months, you know how we both feel about it. Uh, maybe time to reiterate those uh, later on in the show. 314-436-7900 or 800-925-1120. We'll take a break from the bad stuff and we'll get to some blues. We'll talk blues with Lou Korak next on Sports Open Line on KMOX.